0: Our next review comes from Megan Navarro from Bloody Disgusting, and she's a top critic. We've seen these jump scares, and we've traveled this road many times before. It's compentinal, what the fuck is that word? It's compent, it's compentinently, is that a word? I don't think that's a fucking word. There's no way that's a fucking word. That's, no, I have to look that up after this because I don't believe that's a fucking word, there's no way. But whatever, it's competentently made and isn't the worst way to spend an hour and a half. But, it's also pretty forgettable. (laughs) Yes,
1: my mama, eat you like Jeff Dahmer. Say she on a period, let's make a mess, mama.
0: I desensitize myself to it. I, 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 uh... i don't know i went to great lengths
1: never did i was knew it would be this easy how to month that shit greasy they'll be the nigga shit cheesy people said they get my corner when i turn around oh it's just meesy everybody want to get away from me because i got heebie-jeebies matched up like michael that game on the halloween what would you do with these sexual parts i wouldn't it be how long ago did this start to let that stay right before you. But naked in your neighbor's pool, I stay stunned while I'm face fucking the decapitated skull. You ever seen that before? do freak nasty gore. I need asking lord It
0: was a freak show. What
1: do you do?
0: Try anything and you cancel, bro.
1: I'm fixated on a and breaking this little chick's neck like a pixie stick. The sick Satan worshipping bitches get horse weapons. I'm in the back. You feel blame? Are you mad? Uh, do you feel like welcome Bob's to the get day Put show. put put put. Get Francis! Get 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 Big get The number one podcast on the internet. And on today's episode, we are going to be discussing the horror movie called Countdown. It was an okay movie. Just going to brush over it here as a Big D kind of guy. It was okay. It wasn't great, but it was just okay. That's all I have. For this movie, I'm going to let your host do all the talking. So, without further ado, let me introduce your host for this evening's show, Dusty McBalls, a.k.a. the Certified Cougar Hunter, and your host with the most. Now sit back, shut up, and enjoy this show.
0: Thank you, Big D, for that beautiful intro. It is horror movie monday so we've got a good one today i think personally it's a good one movie was okay it's just the generic little just a generic um what is it get something attached to you try to get it unattached to you kind of thing and you beat the evil entity at the end that's what this movie's base that's what this movie basically is so we're doing countdown today um we're gonna do the whole thing i'm gonna give you guys the scene up Or the synopsis, as it is known in the biz. I'm going to give you my thoughts on it. I'm going to give you the made of reviews, the directors, who was all in it. And then I'm going to tell you where this movie came from. What sparked this director's ideas for this movie. Did I say we're doing Countdown? I'm pretty sure we did. But just for another attempt. We're doing Countdown! I also just want to still apologize for yesterday. I feel really bad. I really wanted to come out with the David Berkowitz episode, but, you know, got sick and have to push it off for a week, but that is A-OK because, I don't know, a little bit more suspense, I guess, with his story, but it is interesting. Don't look it up. Don't be fucking cheaters. Okay, don't be cheaters. No, right? it's not fair. Okay, I'm trying to give you a good story. Don't fuck this up for me. I'm just joking, but... um. What else do I have to run through? We'll talk more about it at the end, because I got a few other things. So, nothing bad. Nothing real bad, I guess. I don't know. Depends on how you take it. So, we're going to jump into it. We're doing Countdown, the horror movie from 2019, I think. I saw it on Netflix. It's on Netflix if you want to go watch it. But, all right, we're going to jump into it. The scene op for this movie is when a young nurse downloads an app that claims to predict When a person is going to die, it tells her she has only three days to live. With time ticking away and death closing in, she must find a way to save her life before time runs out. Rating PG-13. The reason it's rated PG-13 is for language. Bloody images. Violence. Suggestive material. Terror thematic elements, genre, horror, mystery, and thriller, comedy, didn't really think it was that funny, but we'll jump into that, original language, English, director, Justin Deck, producers, John Ricard, Zach Schiller, John Morris, Sean Anders, writer, Justin Deck, release date, theaters, October 25th, 2019, worldwide, release date, streaming, October 26th. 2019 box office gross USA, $25.6 million. Runtime, an hour and 30, that typical serial, not serial killer shit, that typical horror movie shit, right? Distributor, STX Films, and that's basically it. Now, the cast and crew, Elizabeth Lail plays Quinn Harris. Jordan Culloway plays Matt Monroe. Talitha Alina Bateman plays Jordan Harris. Tachina Arnold plays Nurse Amy. P.J. Byron plays Father John. Peter Ficinelli plays Dr. Sullivan. That fucking rapist of a doctor. Doctor. Not docker. Now, this movie, this movie was, it was just generic. It was that, nothing really inventive about it. I mean, the plot was kind of Different, I guess. You know, it was basically um it starts out with this high school party guy download well they all play a game and they're like, hey, whoever downloads this app and has the nearest time of death, they have to drink all of the drinks that are in front of them. And it's like eight fucking people, right? So they all download the app and one of the girls gets the lowest time and so her boyfriend is like, you know what? Fuck that. I'll just drink for you because I'm such a man. Chivalry is not dead. That's literally one of the dude's lines because it was so fucking funny. Ha ha ha. Now, the timer said I think she was going to die in like 30 minutes or something like that. So they start leaving the party. Well, the girl that had the low time starts leaving the party with her boyfriend. She decides not to get into the car because he's really fucking hammered. And so thankfully, she didn't get into the car. And as she was walking home, People, like, she was seeing shit, like, weird apparitions. It is a paranormal movie, but weird apparitions and shit. And so, she walks home. Well, she ultimately dies and gets strangled by this evil entity that is this that this game is attached to. And her boyfriend gets into this really, really bad car accident where he slams into a tree. And where his girlfriend was supposed to sit like a tree branch had impaled through that fucking scene, she would have died. Now, he goes to the hospital, it cuts to after his girlfriend dies, it goes to, you know, Quinn, the main girl, the main character. Now, she's kind of got a broken home, right? Dad's a little bit of an alcoholic, okay? Sister is upset with Quinn because she's a nurse now, and she goes out and, you know, isn't really home a lot. And that really, really upsets her sister because, like, they don't have that sisterly bond, I guess. And she goes home because she, that day at the fucking um, hospital, that's the word, hospital, she is just got out of nursing school and she just got offered a job by the hospital that she works at. So she goes home to get a birth certificate to fill out all the forms and stuff like that. And I'm trying to make this like not as... um. I'm trying to make it loose so that I don't give a whole lot away. Well, the next day when she, well, before she goes home to get her, um, what is it? Birth certificate. While she, right before she went home, her and the other doctors downloaded the app, the countdown app, because the guy that had that really bad car accident that his girlfriend was supposed to die in, he was at the hospital and he had the app downloaded and he was supposed to die within like 10, 15 minutes. So they all downloaded the, the app from you know Quinn passing on the message. And so what happens is Quinn goes home, gets her stuff. She's kind of freaked out about the app, but it's whatever. She doesn't really think much of it until the next day when I'm pretty sure I don't even need to say it. So, you know, you know who dies, the boyfriend. I t- said it even though I wouldn't say it, but the boyfriend dies, falls down the stairwell, allegedly, even though he was pushed by a really evil entity. So, as he, well, as Quinn is looking for her birth certificate to, you know, get this job, she ends up running into her dad and says, you know, just small talk, and they say that they're going to go lay flowers on their mother's grave because she passed away. You find out why her mom passed away. I'm not going to spoil that part. So, Quinn goes back to the house, well, her apartment. She starts having these weird visions seeing weird entities, shit like that. And then it progresses and progresses and progresses. And eventually her sister at one point downloads the app. And then she doesn't know about it either. She didn't know that her sister downloaded the app until because she was so freaked out about her phone and the countdown timer and with all of the apparitions floating around, she broke her phone and she's like, maybe if I get a new phone, it won't happen. So Tom Segura is in this movie. Dude is so fucking funny. He's just that typical, like, you know, rude dude that owns a, what is it, like a tech store? He is the only funny character in this movie. I fucking love Tom Segura. He is so, so incredibly funny. And you have to watch him. He he brings his typical Tom Segura act to the movie, and it's just awesome. So she gets a new phone from him and his Like phone shop and she's like why is this downloaded onto my phone and he's like well let me let me delete it for you and he's like no it's whatever so she leaves and she runs into like backs into this asshole this total douche nozzle and so as he's getting out of the car he's getting aggressive with her and this black guy comes out who is what is his name let me look it up real quick matt and he also has downloaded the countdown app and he is also supposed to die so they're freaking out together trying to figure out how to stop this they go see a priest the priest says it's a curse and then they you know he's like but I need to look at the uh the coding within the computer or and on the app to see like what it is right like what's in the coding to cause this curse so Quinn and Matt go back to Tom Segura's phone shop and right as he's leaving, they give him his they give him their credit card saying, here, take it. We just want to, you know, we want to see this coding. And so Tom Segura break jailbreaks, that's the word. Jailbreaks the phone, finds out the coding, finds out the Latin, um, the Latin phrase that's within this coding, and then he also adds time to all of their phones. And That works for a bit, and they go home, and they go, like, Matt and Quinn sleep together. Yes, they sleep together. Straight balls to the wall. Well, you know, the vagina wall. Ew, gross. Ew, ugh. That creeped me out. Ew, hated that. So, they're getting busy with it. Shout out DMX. And... At one point during the night, Matt gets up and goes to the kitchen, and all of a sudden, the light's in the house. Well, specifically the bedroom, because they slept with the lights on. Weird. Who sleeps with the fucking lights on? I know you're scared, but get a nightlight, bitch. Like, what? I have a nightlight? Just not- Okay, hold on. Before I self-incriminate myself about having a nightlight, it's actually an air freshener, okay? It's one of those bed- 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 no. Bed- not- Bath, bath and Body Works, that's what it is. Side note, I almost applied there when I was in high school. Strictly for the reason of meeting hot single moms. Okay, that was my thought process as a 16-year-old man. I wanted to apply there because then I knew all the hot single moms would come in there with their hot single daughters. Strictly the only reason. I didn't get the job. I know. It's a, it's a depressing moment in my lifetime, but it was worth a shot. But anyways, so, forgot where I was. Oh, yeah, so they were sleeping with each other, and then some point during the night, Matt gets up, lamp lights that are close to the bed go black, right? And then you see an arm, well, Matt's arm draped around um, Quinn, and she's trying to get him up saying, like, hey, Matt, Matt, something, something's going on. Well... Matt opens the door, and it's the little evil entity's arm that's wrapped around her, right? So then they go to, they realize it doesn't work, and it it drained all the time that they added to their countdown app. It drained it all the way back down to when they were supposed to die. So then they go see Father, the good old priest. They tell him the phrase, and then they do this whole, like, you know, Mythical, magical, spirituality, shit with salt and Lord's Prayer and stuff like that. And it works, but then the fucking Matt gets tricked by the spirit thinking that he's talking to his brother. He's not. And then Matt, you know, dies. Sorry, spoiled it, but he, you know, kicks the bucket, gets killed. And then that's where I'm going to stop it because I'm pretty sure you know where this is going. I don't need to say it because there is no plot twist at the end, like how it was in Smile, where at the end she actually, like, dies. This is the complete opposite. I just gave it away. So, you're fucking welcome. You're fucking welcome. Now, we're going to get on to our favorite part of this episode. Before we do the whole, like, where did this concept come from for this movie, we're doing the Rotten Tomato Reviews first. So, the Tomato Meter gave it a 26%, but the audience score gave it a 72%. Personally, I didn't think it was that. It's just... There's nothing, you know, I mean, cool concept, but it's just a typical horror movie, like how it was in the Boogeyman, where an evil entity is after you, you try to beat it, and at the end, everybody beats it. It's not that, it's not that different. It's a very generic plot, except for the concept of it's a countdown, timer, app, whatever. Other than that, it's really, really fucking generic. The only part that was funny was Tom Segura. After that, it just, I don't know, it just really wasn't, wasn't that great of a movie. Personally, I think I didn't. Personally, I don't think the audience should have gave it a seventy-two. I think it should have been around like a like probably like a forty or a fifty. But I'm not a reviewer, so I don't fucking know. Our first review comes from Roxana Haddadi, Chesapeake Family Magazine, Top Critic. The constant loud noises and jump scares of Countdown are only enjoyable for truly novice horror watchers, forgot to mention that, they actually did have like really, really like decent jump scares, but like she is right, if you have never seen a scary movie, they would kind of terrify you, I mean they were decent, but like I mean, I we watch horror movies all the fucking time on this channel, okay, so like These jump scares weren't really anything for us. Were they creepy? Yes, but they weren't like, oh god, I just shit my pants level scary. Our next review comes from Megan Navarro from Bloody Disgusting and She's a Top Critic. We've seen these jump scares. And we've traveled this road many times before. It's competent, what the fuck is that word? It's competent, it's competently. is that a word? I don't think that's a fucking word. There's no way that's a fucking word. That's no, I have to look that up after this because I don't believe that's a fucking word. There's no way, but whatever. It's competent made and isn't the worst way to spend an hour and a half, but it's also pretty forgettable. This other one comes from Chris Stuckman from chrisstuckman.com He is a top critique. The writing in this film was honestly embarrassing. (laughs) That's funny. I mean, I didn't... I wasn't really paying attention to the writing or the dialogue, but, I mean, I bet if I watched it now, I would. Next one comes from Tim Cogshell, that's a funny fucking last name. I love that. That's so fucking funny. He comes from Film Week, in parentheses, KPCCNPR Los Angeles. He is also a top critique. It's pretty taut, pretty tense, and a lot of good, solid jump scares. I I mean, they're okay. They're okay, but I'm not a top critic. I'm a non top I don't fucking know. Our final one comes from Joshua Rothkop. He comes from Time Out. He's a top critic. As proven by Mary Elizabeth Winstead in Final Destination 3 of the spunky Jessica Roth in Happy Death Day, these fate-driven, high-concept horror flicks can be redeemed by a committed, central performance. Countdown's Elizabeth Lale joins their company. So, I don't know, guys. I didn't think it was too much to just go home about. I didn't think it was that great. But, I mean, it wasn't awful. It was just, it's just a generic movie, right? It's like Boogeyman. It's like so many other horror movies that deal with an evil entity that you have to try and beat, and at the end, everybody fucking wins, right, I mean, that's why I like Smile, it's the same concept as this movie, or Boogeyman, but the bitch dies at the end, right, that's what I like about, like, that's a good fucking twist, when it comes to these movies, we all know that they're going to fucking win, and, you know, personally, me, I would, I would have killed the bitch, but that's just me, that is just me. Now, this is going to be coming straight from, I'm going to be reading this offline, so, sorry, I guess. I mean, I did a little bit of research, but it's easier this way for me, well, not for me, but to explain it, I think. So, in Collider.com, one of, well, the interviewer asked Deck, the director, what's this movie about? What does this mean? If you take away the magic of it all, it's a story about death. Well, sorry, that was Deck replying to the fucking Hold on, I gotta itch my nose real quick. It's Deck replying to the interviewer. It's a it's a story about how people cope with death. And if you found out you were going to die, what would you what would your priorities be? Since it was based on an app, their initial instinct was to set it in high school. But after walking into a meeting where they wanted anything but teen horror, they decided to age the story up and largely set it in the hospital where Quinn works as a a nurse. But the human story is only one part of horror... What the fuck? But the human story is only one part of a horror movie. Deck also had to figure out this evil entity. I started researching it, Dex said, of his paranormal threat. It started with, we need to name this guy. And we were looking up evil entity names, and then I thought, oh god, please tell me you did not use a real one. Oh, I hope they didn't use a real one. Please lord, make them not use a real one. We were looking up evil entity names, and then I thought, am I crazy? I'm not going to use a real... Oh, thank. I could have just read it a little bit longer, but I didn't. Oh, thank God. And I didn't re. I didn't pre-read this, by the way. I went strictly to a website, looked it up, and said, like, looked for the subtitle, where did this come from? And that's how I found this part. So I this is completely new to me. I don't know what the fuck he said about this movie. But thank God he didn't use a real evil entity name. That is awesome. Deck continued, so I made up a name and then read a whole bunch about the methods that priests use in exorcisms and how to ward off evil entities with blessings and salt and creating barriers. All that came from research, but the story itself is entirely made up and so is the name. Oh, thank God. Oh, thank God. I was so fucking scared for a second but if you're wondering what the concept was it was just there you go there you go it was just about you know what you would do with your last minutes before dying but it could also be taken as I saw a lot of other people saying that it could be taken as like you know how society is so enveloped into their phones and I saw one guy say like It could be, what is it, not like a, it could be a metaphor, like the phone could be a metaphor for if, like the internet and everything went obsolete, just gone, and how people would go crazy and how people would just, you know, go off the walls and stuff like that, but coming from the director himself, he said it is just, what would you do with your last minutes before you die? Personally? Personally? What I would do with my last little while before I die, I would not go to work anymore. I would go visit all of the places that I'd want to visit. Maybe commit some crimes, you know, like robbing a bank to get money to go do that stuff. Because fuck it, why not? I'm going to die soon. So fuck it, whatever. I also want to say about this movie, Doctor, that is that hired on Quinn... Complete and utter sex offender, rapist weirdo. Yeah. Corners Quinn and starts making out with her and she wasn't happy about it. So, forgot to mention that. But, yeah. I don't know what else I would do. I would just basically do all the things that I couldn't do. Or I'd actually just sit at home with my family and just, you know, hang out. Have fun. You know. Maybe getting a high speed chase down. Down uh, downtown Minneapolis in a stolen Ferrari. Because fuck it. Listening to "Kickstart My Heart" by Motley Crue, just blaring, and it has to be a drop-top Ferrari. Okay, I'm not doing no hard tops. It's a drop-top Ferrari, just fucking hightailing it down downtown Minneapolis, going in a in an excessive a speed of a hundred. Do not care. Anybody else can fucking lose it, right? That's what I would be doing personally. But, or or I would be playing. Oh, what's that heartbreak song by fucking. Oh, what is it? It's an 80s heartbreak song. Hold on. I have to look it up now. What is it? It's gonna bother me if I don't if I don't fucking point it out. Give me two seconds, people. I'm sorry. We're looking it up. Where is it? Did I pass it? Did I pass I think I passed it. Okay, scroll up. Keep it scrolling. Keep it scrolling. Where is it? Heartbreaker by Pat Benatar. I think that's how you pronounce her name. That song's so fucking gangster. It would either be It'd probably be one of those two songs, just because like that shit, that shit gets me moving, bro. Just gets me all fucking riled up and just ready to go. But that's the end of this episode. I hope you guys had a good weekend, well, and a good first day, first day of work week. Anyways, the Super Bowl sucked. I didn't really watch it. I just wanted to find out who the out, what the outcome was. And I guess I hear a lot of people saying it's rigged. I'm not getting into it, don't, no, we are not doing a conspiracy episode on if the Super Bowl is rigged, okay, I'm not fucking doing it, I'm not doing it, I don't want, I mean, would I, maybe, but I don't want to, I really don't, just because it's, it's such a weird topic, and I don't feel like getting involved with that shit, okay, um, what else do we got, that's basically it, it's gonna be the same generic shit this week, Oh, except um, Valentine's Day episode. I don't know what I'm going to do. You guys are going to get a surprise on Wednesday because of it. Men, please don't forget Valentine's Day. Okay? I'm trying to make it very prominent in my brain cells to not forget about it because I don't want to get beat by Gabby. I do not want to get abused by that woman. Okay? If I forget Valentine's Day, I am fucked royally. Okay? So don't forget Valentine's Day for you men out there or you ladies. Well, I guess, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say I guess it really doesn't matter for you ladies because I mean, if you're in a good relationship, your man's not going to hit you for forgetting Valentine's Day. To be honest, I don't even think men really care about Valentine's Day. I'm one of those people. I think it's kind of pointless. But it's 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 not I don't it's not my world. So That's going to be it. I'm going to let you guys go. So remember, stay frosty, stay foxy. And most importantly, the most important thing on this planet Stay safe, you beautiful peacocks. I love y'all. Deuces.